This story was recorded on November 17, 2018, at a storytelling festival at the Connecticut Valley Tobacco Museum. The views expressed are those of the storyteller, not the museum. My name is Lori Roach. I'm from Windsor, Connecticut. Perfect. Uh, so can you tell me how you got involved in the tobacco industry? Yes, when I was 14 years old, I was old enough to get a job working tobacco. So I called um, Mrs. Brown, and she told me that I could start work. So I was 14, I started as a leafer, and they would send a school bus to pick you up in the morning and take you to work. And I started as a leafer, and so I would supply leaves from the big baskets they came in to the sowers who were sowing the leaves. That's how I began. Okay, and then how long did you do that for? Um, that was probably for the good part of the first summer that I worked. And after you did the work, it was really, really hard. The first few days, I'm sure I was in tears at the end of the day, because physically, it was just really hard work. Um, but then you started to get into great shape. And I, so you would take care of sewers. And then eventually, I was taking care of two different tables, which is four different sewers. And so I got faster and I got more used to it. And so then they would teach you how to sew. So you'd start sewing the actual leaves of the tobacco. And that was pretty much other than tying in the fields at the beginning of the season. That was pretty much what I did for the remainder of my time working for Brown's Tobacco. How long did you work for Brown's Tobacco? Um, I worked for five years. Um, I worked pro in the 70s, probably from like 72 to 78, somewhere around there, 71 to 77. And I would work every summer until I was out of high school and was going to go to college. And the funny thing is, looking back on it, that I, I've often thought about it because no one ever told me that I could farm or be a farmer or try to work with farmers. It was never something I ever thought I could do. It was just a job that I did in the summer, and then that was all I thought I could do with it. And I often wonder, like, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed being outside and just sort of in touch with growing things. So, yeah, I always look back on it and with really fond memories and kind of wished maybe I had explored trying to stay in some sort of farming type situation. Why do you think you didn't think that was an opportunity for you at the time? Well, nobody ever said that it was. Um, you know, as far as as far as it was something that we did as high school kids. Um, it was something that I really ended up loving to do. I was in great you know, it was just, it made you so, no matter how hot and humid it got, you felt great because you worked so hard that when you weren't working, you were just, you know, in such great shape. And just being really connected to to growing things and being outside was great for me. But it was not something, you know, my family discussed or anyone discussed. Tobacco was something you did for a summer job. And that was kind of the... And then everyone moved on from it. And then it. everyone moved on from it, Yeah, yeah. So what was the environment like for you when working there? Was there a sense of community with the other workers? Um, you know, what was a day in your life like there? Well, it started really early. And yes, there was definitely, there was, there was definitely a lot of community. I mean, there were friends. There were a lot of people that you knew that were working. There were people who didn't like it because it was really hard work. And so, and then there were people who 
who maybe liked it. I don't know. But when you were sewing, you kind of got lost in your own little world because you were working, but you would talk to people and the workers, you got to know the workers too. But there were um, strict guidelines for us um, when it came to communicating or interacting with the people that came from, you know, other countries to work here in the summer. Um, we were Can kind you of, say more about those guidelines? Um, well, because they were away from their families. And we were teenage girls in shorts and halter tops, <laughs> sewing tobacco, sorry to be so. But I mean, it was, it was a situation where, you know, we communicated with them, but we weren't you know, hanging out or, you know, we were told these people are here, they're here to work and to support their families. And it this job's really important to them. And so, it, you know, it's okay for you to interact with them. But you know, it, it's like a, nothing that we don't want anything to happen where they wouldn't be able to stay here and work here anymore. So you have to understand that they're away from all of their families, and you're here to do your job, and they're here to do their job. So it was just explain to us just to keep everyone you know safe was there did you were there strict rules for working in tobacco aside from the restrictions of interacting with workers from outside the community were there other do you remember other rules from um yeah and and it wasn't that they were strict rules like anything you know negative was going to happen to you it was just a protection you know just an overall umbrella of you know the protection of everybody involved just for their, you know, personal beliefs or safety or whatever. But um, yeah, there were rules mostly with the leaves. You know, you had to really take care of the leaves. So the leaves were very delicate. And when you're sewing, you're taking the stems and you're putting them up into the sewing machine. So if you put your fingers down like this and punch through all the leaves, they're automatically not worth a lot. So they're so delicate and you could ruin them so easily. So pretty much that's what we were taught and and expected to do was to be careful with the leaves and to try and take care of them so that when they were on the lath and hung up in the rafters that they were leaves that could be sold and money could be made from them. So are there stories that stand out as you look back that defined your experiences? I just remember it being really nice. I, I I knew Hubble Brown. I knew his sister, Charlotte. I knew people like all the generations I saw them. I mean, I can remember Stanton, you know, as clear as day walking through the fields. And, you know, now I know his daughter. And so I just, I have a lot of memories as far as they would come every day. They would look in the sheds. They would walk by. They would talk to you. And then there was working with your high school friends and sitting down and having lunch and, you know, being picked up by a bus in the morning and having to tape your fingers so that you could sew and not cut your skin. And, like, just all the things that we did were really, really nice. And the, the shed bosses and the people that worked, um, you know, hanging the tobacco and you'd say good morning and you'd talk. And it was it was a really nice experience for me. Yeah. I mean, what has this meant for, when you look back, what has it meant for your life that you worked in tobacco? Has it stayed with you? Well, tobacco is a controversial, you know, crop. But that being said, it's also provided a lot of different people from a lot of different places and income for a 14 year old and making piecework, you know, sewing, like, I couldn't do anything with that kind of money. But when you're 14 years old, it was it was great. You know, it was really, really good. So 
it helped it helped me a lot but the thing the thing about it is is just that for me it's defined a lot of things when i go back on that land and i still do when i go back on that land to buy other things now because they're growing different things at times the connection is just unbelievable and when i smell tobacco you know it's not smoking tobacco but when i smell it you know sometimes you can go buy a shed and still smell that smell and it's just it's a lot of farmland disappearing and there was something so beautiful about the just the um nets and the shade tobacco and so like I said it's a controversial subject but at the same time it was huge and it means a lot to me that I was a part of it and it just just farmland in general it's nice to see there and as it disappears it's hard to watch yeah so you've stayed in the area and you've sort I've of stayed in the area. what's it been like to watch the town and the community change well, change is inevitable. As I get older, you know, I'm more at peace with it. When I was younger, I wanted to, you know, have a lot more land and a lot less people. But it's it's all good. But at the same time, I just feel that with the tobacco barns, they're just beautiful. So they're sort of sentimental when I look at them. I mean, I just think they're beautiful. So they just make beautiful pictures. They're just gorgeous. But with farmland, I, it's a it's scary to think that it'll be all gone because we depend so much most people I don't think are connected a lot of people are not connected and they just go to the grocery store we all do I do but when you think about it if anything ever happened and food couldn't get in and all the land is gone there'd be backyard gardens we'd have to learn to do but it's just it's nice when you still see a farm that's doing okay that's local that you can support Mm. Are there any stories you want to share that you haven't shared? I'm sure there's a million. I I can't think of any right at the moment. But you think of your best day working in tobacco or your worst? My worst was definitely my first. There's no doubt. Um, standing all day, supplying leaves to people who were sewing, running back and forth, running back and forth. It was unbelievable. I didn't know that I could ever do it. My best, probably one day I slept through my alarm and I woke up and the bus I knew had already left. And the fact that I actually called a neighbor because my mom was at work and asked her if she would drive me because I didn't want to miss a day of work. And then she did. She dropped me off. And as soon as I walked up to the shed, um, Mrs. Brown came out and she immediately found me a place to start working and sewing. It, was, it just felt so great because they were happy. You could tell they were happy I worked for them. And I was just really happy to be there. And now, now I'd probably wake up and say, hmm, "Oh well," <laughs> but it was it was a good it was a good feeling. I really felt like I was an important part of what they did for the time that I was there. 